This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. The current flu season presents a unique challenge to doctors as COVID-19 cases continue to climb. What are the similarities between the two diseases and what are the chances for a misdiagnosis? They're very, very similar. Both are really quite contagious viruses. Flu, in particular, is spread a lot by children, more so than we think COVID is. Then, today's technology is transformative, but an education expert says online learning has some serious limitations. When students are not particularly motivated, they really struggle with forms of online learning. Not all of them. Our most proficient students do fine, but many students really struggle. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. Stay with us. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Has COVID-19 killed off the flu? That's the question being asked as influenza cases drop significantly worldwide. Joining us is William Schaffner. He's a medical doctor and professor of infectious diseases at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Doctor, thank you for joining us today. Chris, it's good to be with you. Well, let's get right to it. What are the similarities and differences between influenza and COVID-19? Influenza and COVID-19 are both what we call respiratory infections. They will infect the back of your throat down into your bronchial tubes and your lungs. They're both contagious. They are spread by people being close together. We all know that drill, particularly inside over prolonged periods of time. And so both are really quite contagious viruses. Flu, in particular, is spread a lot by children, more so than we think COVID is. Both of them can be complicated by pneumonia, and there the risk groups for severe disease are quite similar. Older persons have a harder time with these infections, as do people who have chronic underlying illnesses, such as diabetes, heart disease, lung disease, and the like. So they're very, very similar. Flu likes to come around in the wintertime here in the temperate parts of the world. COVID has been with us during the summer, but we anticipate that it also will increase in the winter, and it started already. So has COVID-19 caused the dramatic reduction in flu cases that we've seen? Well, we really haven't had a chance to compare the two here in the United States, but... You know, during our summer, the Southern Hemisphere, Australia, New Zealand, South America, they have their winter. And so that's their flu season. They had a very mild flu season this last summer, their winter. And they attribute that to two things. One is much more use of influenza vaccine than they ever have before. And the second thing is most of those countries were pretty good, not perfect, but pretty good about social distancing and mask wearing and the like. And they think those two things help protect them both against COVID and influenza. 
We'll see what happens here in our winter. People are getting their flu shots now, and if you haven't gotten it, run out and do it. Now's the time. But we need many, many, many more people to wear masks and do the social distancing and avoiding large groups. Is it possible for a severe case of the flu to be misdiagnosed as COVID-19? Oh, Chris, this is going to cause a great deal of trouble this winter because the two, influenza and COVID, present clinically in very similar ways because they both affect the back of the throat, the nose, and the lungs. And so there'll be a lot of confusion in trying to sort those out. And patients will want to know... And, of course, the doctors will. And our capacity to test for both is somewhat limited. The tests themselves need interpretation. You have to be careful how you interpret the tests. And I'm afraid that in many cases we won't be able to sort it out clearly. And there's also the thought, gee, could you get both at the same time? (laughs) There have been cases like that reported already from other parts of the world, you know, as COVID started to go. We'll see if that happens with any frequency going forward during our winter. Our guest is William Schaffner, MD, Professor of Infectious Diseases at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. You said earlier that children tend to spread the flu, and I guess adults are maybe more common spreaders of COVID-19. Do you anticipate that to be the case this coming winter? Well, you know, we're learning more and more about transmission. Certainly both viruses can be transmitted by adults. Flu, we know, is transmitted very readily by children. We know now that children can be infected with COVID. How much they actually are spreaders in our society is not clear. They can spread it, of course, but they may not be the great engine of spreading that they are in influenza. At the moment, it looks as though young adults and middle-aged adults are the really big spreaders of COVID in our society. There are drugs that doctors can prescribe at the very beginning of the flu that will mitigate the disease a little bit. Is there something like that for COVID-19 as well? Not yet for COVID, but absolutely there is for flu. So the recommendations are, of course, get in touch with your healthcare provider shortly after the onset of illness. Don't wait too long because those drugs, such as Tamiflu is one that's pretty well known, are most effective if they are initiated early after the infection begins. And we adults tend to put things off before we get to the doctor. Oh, maybe I'll get better tomorrow on my own. I won't bother the doctor. The longer we wait, the less effective the drugs can be. But it is possible you have COVID-19 and you might think you have the flu because you've said the symptoms are so similar. So uh, I guess it's just best in both cases to contact your doctor. Yeah, exactly. And contact is the right word. Don't go to that waiting room where you'll spread it to everybody else. Contact them through your computer, email, or give them the phone call. How exactly do you test for flu and or COVID-19? What is the process for the most reliable test? Well, 
All the tests have limitations. We have a rapid flu test, which is used most quickly, and that just takes a little swab in your mouth. But the problem with that is with adults, it tends to produce a lot of false negatives. That is, you really have the flu, but the test does not turn positive. So there's a limitation. On the COVID side, as you know, the most accurate test has to do with that nasal swab that goes way up in your nose and is uncomfortable. And then it may take 48, 72 hours before the result comes back and perhaps even longer. So it's very accurate, but it's not very useful in any immediate clinical sense. So the doctors are between a rock and a hard place. Neither test that we have is perfect. It may well be that the COVID tests actually get better over the next several months. That would help us a lot. Two companies thus far have announced vaccines claiming greater than 90% effectiveness, but it will still be months before they reach the general public. Not addressing any specific vaccines, what effect do you think they'll have on things like social distancing and masks? I hope if we get a good vaccine or more than one vaccine and we can distribute it to many, many people, if we're doing our social distancing, I would think about a year from now, we can stop doing that. But we'll be doing social distancing and mask wearing for a long time. And I know the average person looks at me askance when I say that, and they actually get kind of grumpy. You know, this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. This is a very tenacious, highly contagious, nasty virus that obviously can make many people very sick. William Schaffner, MD, Professor of Infectious Diseases at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. Good to be with you, Chris, and everybody out there, stay safe. Next, a report card on high-tech education. That story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead. 